Hey, Galen. Oh, no, what is it today? Are we going to P3S? I don't want to go to P3S. Actually, no. Okay. Yeah, I think it's about time we talked about the Endwalker OST, since the first patch just came out. Finally! Alright, here we go. Welcome, everyone, to the Music Arcade Endwalker Special. Hello, everyone. I'm Galen, the sound guy, Firestone. I'm Ronakel, and this isn't anime. This is not anime, and we are back, uh, welcoming back our friend Sam, a.k.a. Zeril, Come back to join us for this episode. How you doing today? I'm doing great. It's great to be here for this, because I've been excited to be able to talk about all of this. We have been trying to put this together for a while. <laughs> Black Mage Gang Unites! Oh no. Well, as a person who started the game out on Black Mage, Black Mage Gang Unite. Yeah. Cast bars can buzz off. I just got it to 90 today. It was great. Ooh. Congrats. Great. I actually, Amazing. uh... I, got, <laughs> and I, I had... switched off... And I switched off to Ninja for the last trial, uh, the last extreme, because it's, uh, basically demands you, you run uh, half a marathon for each mechanic. <laughs> it's a lot of running. Uh, that one is not Black Mage friendly. I, I haven't cleared it yet, <laughs> but I've done some attempts, and it's, it's not. Uh, uh, hopefully you'll be at things... least, hopefully you'll at least be summoner or scholar friendly, because that's where I'm, I'm going it on. I'm just going to stick with my gunblade. I like my gunblade too much. Anyways, uh, so we first started bouncing this idea around way back when, when Sam, who clearly doesn't listen to the podcast enough to know this, uh, nearly sent me into a rage trying to cheer me up by sending me a link to the vinyl of the Endwalker single. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I immediately go, vinyl, how dare. <laughs> and I try not to say that because I totally get you're being nice, but at the same time, like, it's vinyl. Ugh. Uh, I'll go into a very brief explanation why I don't like vinyl. Uh, one, it's fake low-end. Two, it warps very easily. Three, um, the technology is just really outdated and bad. It just doesn't sound objectively as clean or open or contains all the proper frequencies. There's a lot of people who like it for nostalgia reasons, but you're basically just putting a filter on clean audio, which, as someone who works in clean audio, really does not appreciate. So, like... For a lot of nostalgia people, it's like, but it sounds so historical. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool at all. But I, I, I need audio that's actually the cleanest possible reproduction of that audio. And just objectively, vinyl is not that. Records are not that. So vinyl and I have a very trepidatious relationship. Cassettes better. CDs even better than that. Now we're in high quality digital audio, which, man, the, uh, I, could, I have songs that are like 35 gigabytes of how clean that is. I don't recommend Look, anyone else do that. That's an orchestra session, but, like, you can do that. Um, my parents got a vinyl player, and I was like, it, it was for, like, some records that they had, like, stored away. I'm like, that's great. It's great. What else are you going to use that for? <laughs> nice. Yeah, the only vinyl I, I even I, owned I was sent to me by mistake. It was great. I didn't say that out loud, because it would feel awkward but I mean, especially since it was a birthday present 
Oh yeah, no. If people, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to begrudge anyone who likes audio, but I am going to say that if it's if it's someone if it's someone saying it sounds better, I can say that objectively that's not accurate. Um. Uh, yeah, no. The only vinyl record of any kind that I possess, I ordered um the Blu-ray of a near concert, and they sent me the vinyl instead. <laughs> and I was like, this is not a Blu-ray, but I'm not returning this because this is actually limited edition, so now it's a collector's and I'm just going to hang on to it. And I did. And that's Fair the last enough. we will be talking about near for most of this conversation. It will actually come into play towards the end. We're going to be talking about something that near crossed over with, which is FF14. Just, you know, last expansion, not this one. We're going to be talking about this expansion. So, where should we start? I think that, I mean... If we're going to start at the beginning of everything, let's talk about footfalls. Uh, let's talk about footfalls. Let's talk about footfalls. It's an okay song. I think it's okay. It's 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 not as good as Tomorrow and Tomorrow or um, any of the Shadowbringers main themes. The Shadowbringers expansion had like the best main themes. Yeah. I think that in turn I think that this was more of a culmination of yes, themes the, rather okay. than a Yeah, because here's my theme. take. Here's my take. It's five pretty decent songs. Yeah, that's that sums yeah, it up. Yeah. Yeah. And you get bits also, and pieces I of just, those songs. Sorry, go on. Also I just listened to it uh without the opening cutscene uh, voiceover. Well, the cinematic cutscene voiceover, and it really shows how much there are completely empty spaces to let those voiceover work. Yeah, and without it's... them, the song has gaps. Yeah, yeah, uh, that yes, that tracks. It's a very cinematic, like score kind of song, which you know makes sense considering. Um, and they use bits and pieces of those songs very well in other, um, in other, uh, parts of the game, but I, I don't know. Footfalls is just never connected with me in any real way. I, I will say that I, I had a today I learned kind of thing when I was looking at music stuff. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Uh, I found out the reason it's called Footfalls. Do tell. Uh, is there uh, a mention of Footfalls in the Ash? No. It's called Footfalls because Footfalls is the place where Vesper Bay is. Hmm. Where the Scion's original place is. Where it all began. Where we haven't been since, like, other than a couple of cutscenes where they were nice enough to actually teleport us there, ARR. <laughs> well, no, we went there briefly in, in Heaven's Word. There was also a lot of Prey Return in Anaganry. Indeed. Uh, uh, too much. But yeah, I will say uh, this song's biggest claim to fame is uh, how cool the Stormblood theme song passage is. Yes! Oh I'm, my god. I'm like the weirdo who doesn't actually like that part, because I was more of a fan of that one kind of in an orchestral vibe, and then they just make it a rock thing, and I'm just like, this doesn't work for me. I just like guys that shout about Storms of Blood. Look, Fair. The, he the, the Heaven's Word section into the Stormblood section was pretty hype. Yeah. At least for me. I felt. So. Yeah, I liked the Heavensward section a lot better. Yeah, no, no, Footfalls is... 
we will be talking about this as well, but it was just really just a, a, an almost medley of prior songs instead of trying to be its own beast. And even when yes. it was its own beast, I feel okay. like those snippets get used better elsewhere. Actually, to avoid a thousand, we'll talk about it later. I want to talk about it now. So I have taken notes as I listen back to the OST. Okay. And I have categorized the uh, songs. Okay. And reach interesting scientific conclusions. Let's hear it. Okay. So we have four main types of songs. One, the flow family of songs. Right. Two, the footfalls family of songs. We can group together to have the the two main songs of Endwalker families of songs. Mm-hmm. We, which total to 21 songs from the soundtrack. Okay. Then we have the remix family of songs, which includes tracks from this game, but from previous expansions, and tracks from other games. 19 songs. And then the other, the purely originals and remixes of those that debut in this uh, expansion, which is also 19 songs. So, so overall, for, uh, amongst 60 songs-ish, uh, you have pretty much one-third of each. That's a pretty good, you know, compositional... Uh, that's a good balance. I like that. And yeah. that's yeah. something this game has been good at. And it's nice to have a number on uh, how much uh, Soken likes his leitmotifs used ten different ways. You can tell a Soken song from a mile away. Yeah. You can tell it's a Soken song because it's a new song you already heard of five times. Yeah, that was that was going back in expansion. That was kind of my thought process of Eden. There was exactly one original song in the entire uh in the entire uh in the entire raid tier and yeah, uh, like a good one too. everything yeah oh, it was really good i like promises mm-hmm. to keep a lot but um everything else was an internal remix or an ff8 song yep yep all of which were great by the way like i exactly that, that that's yeah. not a dig that's no none of that is observation i i like how this game likes hitting the nostalgia buttons quite a bit and yeah and if there's one expansion to do it it's now mm-hmm yeah, I mean, for the internal ones, yes. Um, yes. They they course. started shying away from the external ones towards the back half, which was fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's just the FF4 references that are not going to end. No. Uh, they, they Well, they kind of went away after you left Mare Lamatorium anyway, because after that it was less FF4 and more FF9. And we didn't get a good mix of You're Not Alone, and that still bothers me. Anyway. Yes. We needed that. We really needed one of those. Um, here's hoping for point three. Here's hoping for point, point three or point two. Oh well, I guess it doesn't matter. Point three. Okay. Well, you're you're sure. Um, we had a quest called "You're Not Alone," so they knew what they were yes. referencing. <laughs> we did not have a song called "You're Not Alone," and that makes me sad because it feels like that's a very good point on it. Skipping ahead, because may as well since we're talking F nine. There is a really good remix of Hunter's Chance now, though. It's so good. It's so good. I was. When when it when it showed the crystalline conflict, um, when it showed the preview and Hunter's Chance started playing, I'm like, "You're kidding! This is amazing!" Yeah, and like you get out of your prep start, the gates open, your squad of idiots run mm-hmm. forward, and you have da 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 da
It's so good. It's a vibe. It is a power vibe. I love it. It's a great song for that kind of um that kind of PvP. Yeah, and then you have Run for the Overtime, whose only problem is that often overtime lasts too long for that song's intensity. Yeah. Although... I've had four minutes of overtime. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, they didn't add any new frontline mode, so I'm not sure what else we could really talk about for PvP music. Alright, one thing I did ma want to mention for uh, Hunter's Chan specifically is that they've managed to do so good a job at remixing it for this context with its uh, uh, kind of pace and everything that the part that I love the most from the original isn't there because I love the heavy piano going... I was thinking that, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And it's not there, and I still love the track, because it feels different. Yeah, it's a it's... different take that doesn't detract from the original. No, I love it's, it. it's a great example of remixing done right. Um, yeah. I, I, I found that when Sokin gets the chance to remix the PlayStation era, he does a really, really good job. Again, going back to Eden and FF8, I could jam out to exactly. that version to force your way for an eternity. <laughs> um... Point being, give us Stainers and Freya's armors for PvP Reward Season 2, you cowards. Oh god, I want to hear- I want- give us Beatrix's, how about that one? Oh yeah! Um... Yeah, no, I- I was very pleased and very surprised to hear FF9 music in that sequence, especially since PvP has trended towards internal remixing and not Final Fantasy remixing prior to this. Yeah. Even though Starved is also a very good song, I find. Uh, which one's Starved? The Feast one. I have never- I don't think I have ever heard that. I've never done the Feast, so- I never did Feast either. <laughs> it's- it's a reprise of uh, the Fate theme from uh, AR. From oh, Art okay. Artemis. Yeah, uh, they do another version of that all over Eureka. So, you get- you get used to that- that song no, pretty quickly. I um, okay, now that we've gone off into PvP land, let's take it back to the beginning. Uh, so the first new zone you run into is Charlian, and Charlian has some great city music. Mm -hmm. It's, I think, my favorite uh, city theme in the game. I think I still like Crystarium a little better, but, like, they're both really good. Yeah, it's yeah. just pure, peaceful energy. It really is. Um, it's just a really great usage of the music. It's a really cool vibe. I, uh, you know me and my guitar. I love my Spanish guitar, and it's got that classical yeah. Spanish yeah. guitar in there. It, it's a, it's nice and peaceful for like, for all of the like hustle bustle that you're doing throughout the story. It, getting up to there is just like a moment to relax, a moment to reprieve. Finally. Which is funny, because it's the first city since Yulmore that I think I've wanted to burn to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I am not an anti-intellectual, but I am definitely an anti-pompous jerk, and there's a lot of pompous jerks in Charlian. Yeah. And I'm just like, y'all aren't helpful, get out of my way. Yeah, not, not, not aggression in their, in their eyes is... In, in 
indifference, and indifference is worse sometimes than choosing a side. So I I would argue that from a personal standpoint, I find that uh, theme to be inappropriate because Charlotte is a place that fills me with rage. And I, that music does not express rage. This is a me problem, but I understand that. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, also, one of the things I like uh, is that, honestly, the night version of the theme, the Nautilus Noise, uh, isn't even quieter than the day version. No, it it's isn't. It's just that most tripped-down instrumentation. Yeah. Gives a nice vibe of a city that... Uh, kind of lives at its own pace, uh, disregarding petty things like the cycle of the sun, which I relate to on a personal level. I I will say that one of the coolest things when you look at Charlian's theme as a story beat mm-hmm. is that it it spoils a piece of the story without you even knowing it. Yeah, exactly, because it's part of the flow family. It basically said, like, there, the flow is underneath everything. Everything that's being presented, which is representative of, like, Ethereal Sea being right. beneath Charlian. That makes sense. Yeah, because uh, it's also, yeah, they are all part of this family. Nine tracks in total. Um. And while we're talking about Charlene, I've got to bring this up. You go into the Baldessian Annex and it starts playing that really nice FF5 remix theme. Yeah. That doubles as your in theme. They will oh come. my. Yeah. God, I need new in themes. I, I am so happy that in theme exists. It is so much better to listen to than the regular traditional in theme. The regular traditional in theme is great if you want to actually log out of the game there. Not if you want to go there to set up your glamour because that's the only place when you can do give us armoire in all FC rooms give it to us period I have a house on the beach I would like to have a I would like to have a a glamour chest there look they they say that it's a part of like internal like working from 1.0 framework stuff but I'm like you're already fixing some of that stuff by they can solve this yes you can solve this (laughs) They've it already might... solved a few things involving this, so... If it takes till 7.0, I'll be okay with it. Just let me know that you're working on it. Please. Yes. And they've added new functionality in the in that won't go remiss and won't require being added elsewhere. So I'm all good for that, too. Yeah. Um... So I'm being told by the chat, this is true, you can also glam in the squadron headquarters, but that's not much more helpful? Really like, at least in terms of, at least in terms of Limsa Lamensa, where my house is, thus making it the easiest end to get to, um, it's about an equal distance between, actually, I think the end is a little closer to the Aetherite than the, the squadron headquarters, so. It's a long bridge. It's a long bridge. Um, either way, it's still like a hike which is silly, it's a long hike from my house, no matter where that is, I would like to be able to change clothes in my house. This is not a relevant conversation, let's get back to music, please. Uh, Red Satan? Well, first of all, there's the... We have... Which one did you go to first, Stavner or 
Uh, I went to Labyrinthos first because I was really looking forward to Labyrinthos since they first announced it, and I was not disappointed. Yeah, I think that, so, first of all, the story theme of Spoken Without End, before we go into Labyrinthos, is mm-hmm. pretty nice. It's one of the first, uh, well, I think it's the second Endwalker theme motif that we work with, besides the remix, well, the, 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 beginning, family. the beginning part of Footfalls, like, that you hear on the boat. Uh, it's part of the Footfalls family. Yep. Yes. Uh, and the, the flute, like, it's very nice. It's peaceful. It's like, okay, breath of fresh air. Like, oh, we figured out something. Oh, this is something that we're actually working with now. Uh, yeah, it's theme. a nice little progress for story beats. So. Yeah. Um, it's good to have those rhythming things. I'm going to be honest. I have no memory of the Labyrinthos music. It it just has not stuck in my head in any real way. I think one of the reasons for that is that they previewed the uh, theme. And then it was too wacky and everybody hated it. So he stepped down and calmed it a little. I feel like wacky is kind of a bad fit for Labyrinthos as an area. I was hoping for something that would have kind of a... I don't want to say a sinister vibe, but definitely more of a... Like, the thing with Labyrinthos is it's essentially a giant doomsday vault in a lot of ways. Exactly, and there's... And the tone is kind of embracing the denial of the situation that uh, Shalayan is pushing for. So, really, that song is propaganda. Yeah. yeah. It, ha- it had a... It, 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 in a way, it does have that kind of, like, sm- like fake smiling face sinner survive. Yes. It. There is a lot of fake smiling face music in this X-Pack, I've noticed. Yeah, that's... and that's not even the most catchy propaganda song in this expansion. No, But we'll no, come back isn't. to that later. We will. Um, okay, so, yeah, I, I don't really remember Labyrinthus that well. Thabdair, on the other hand, I remember it a lot, entirely because there's a passage from that song that sounds suspiciously like Kakariko Village from Zelda. <laughs> well, do we want to do the Thavner theme, or the thing that happens at the beginning of Thavner when we get there and have horrible etheric sickness? Oh, um, Chase the Light. Oh my god, that was such a great... Like, it's very anime. Very anime. <laughs> I, I, actually, it reminds me of a sequence in FF7, actually, where, like, right mm. after all this tense stuff happens, uh, maybe right before, but you're on the boat, you're heading towards, um, you're heading, I think, out of Junon and off towards the other side of the ocean or whatever. Yes, I know the song you're talking about. It's difficult to walk on both legs, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Yuffie gets seasick. That song is playing. It's funny. 
Um, also, Red 13 is an inner sailor's costume. Give us that in the remake, you cowards. Uh, I still need to play Intergrade. This is not relevant. Moving on. Um, I still need to finish Intergrade. This is also uh, not relevant, but... Yep. Um, so yeah, it reminded me of that song in no small way, which is, you know, that's the tone. It's not that surprising. Yes. Um... Yeah, it was just a goofy, like, story scene. Yeah. Good Fresh character music. Yep. Um. Um, but moving actually into that there, that yeah. there is gorgeous. I can't- It's oh, got vibes. It's beautiful. I can't be the only one who hears the Kakariko thing, right? I don't, don't focus on it as much as you do. But like, I'm like, the first time I heard it, I'm like, this is a remix of something. What is this a remix of? And it just keeps running through my head until finally I'm like, Kakariko. And it happened again with the recent dungeon that has that exact same passage in it, but the dungeon is like, you know, dungeon music, so it's a lot heavier. It has a version of that passage in it, and I had the exact same reaction to it. I'm like, this is a <laughs> remix of something. What is, oh right, it's Kakariko, just like Daphne is Kakariko. Like, okay, we've, we've been here before. Um, I don't know. I, it, it's it's a fine song, but I cannot get past that like borderline crossover sound. The night theme is great piano work. Nothing to add to it. Nothing to add. That is that is an accurate statement. So um, then I'd like to move on to Red Zatan proper, except not Red Zatan proper, because before we get the real theme, we have Twilight Terrace, which uh, is another take on the alternate music theme before the city is fully unlocked. Yeah, and, and that it's is certainly weirder than Yulmore. Um, it's weirder than Yulmore, but I like it way better than Yulmore. Yes. And it does definitely fit the atmosphere of everything of like a possibly slowly dying trade city yeah yeah and honestly the normal themes i think they would have to hold back on the tone the tone of the normal themes if we were uh, getting into story rather at hand because the final theme is just this joyful, energetic, exotic theme Bound that's... Bombastic. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Not too much of a fan of the wacky elephant noise for the night version, but aside from that, very good songs. I can't say I had a real problem with that, personally. I, I kind of like their use of sound design on that one. I, I, I wouldn't call it an all-time favorite or anything, but I certainly do appreciate what they were trying for. I spent a lot of time in Razaton due to rating, so I've grown to be able to vibe to this song a lot. Yeah. I um, mean, if, if you're gonna have some good songs to vibe to, might as well get them in the places you're going to spend a lot of time in. Yeah! yeah. Um, and similarly, the regular battle theme, which you're going to start hearing a lot at this point, is actually good this time, unlike Shadowbringers, <laughs> where it was really not. It was Shadowbringers was frenetic and off. 
it was experimental and and masayoshi soken has this one guitar tone that he likes that i don't know how anyone else could like because it's a thing that turned me off of uh it's the thing that turned me off of oblivion it's the thing that turned me off of a couple other of his songs and it is front and center in the Shadowbringers battle theme right at that intro i'm like no 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 go away i hate this i hate this i hate this i actually turned off the regular battle theme yeah i actually turned off the regular battle theme for a lot of that because i found that tone to be so offensive Endwalker does not have this problem. It's it's got this really cool like orchestral mix of um one of the main themes, and it it works pretty well. Yes, but of the Footfalls family, it does the job. It does the job. Yeah, it's not like the best I've ever heard. I I gotta be honest. Yeah, I think and the... it shouldn't be. It's a normal no. battle theme. I yeah. think that in in terms of battle themes, I still I think that Stormblood has. Like I've I've been in the Stormblood areas a fair Agreed. bit recently, so I think that Stormblood has a pretty good one. Uh, I actually Agreed. like That's the variations too. of the ARR, honestly. Mm. Well, I'm doing the story again, so I'm probably gonna be listening to that a lot. So <laughs> I'll be fair enough. Then, if we follow story pace, I believe that leads us to Tower of Zot. Tower of Zot. Yep. Okay. Very good remix as well. Very good yeah. FF4 remix. Very cool dungeon. Yes. Um, again, as remixes go, like this is something Sokin is really good at. I, I there's only been a couple of his remixes that I've disliked. This is not one of them. This is a very good FF4 mix. It is just. I'm trying to find the words of like. It conveys the ominousness of and the structure around you. It, yep. In, even though, like, the inside is, like, uh, expansive, it feels almost like pressing in, claustrophobic in a way of, like... Stifling. Push. Yeah, stifling. Stifling's a very That's good word for it. Um... And then you get to uh, your first uh, mid-dungeon bus theme, and yeah. it's a banger. It is a good, good song. Yeah. Um, I love how the intro leads into that guitar riff. I like how it feels. It's the that pace was... and the guitar really reminded me of Emerald Weapon Phase Two. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Black Wolf Socks again. Yeah. And yeah. Honestly, it's the same reason I like like it too. It's just yeah that's a good thing it, yeah it's head not head banging mm -hmm. good uh, good vibes and i'm glad that unlike for shadowbringers they didn't gratuitously uh replace uh one of the dungeon themes uh, with a live version yet i'm sure they would do a pretty sweet live version of it i still I have not found that. that live version in shadowbringers i don't know where it is the live version is in every dungeon. They just flat out. They have replaced it out? the original with the live version for all of the dungeons, pretty much. All of the post dungeons, or uh, no, they retconned it, I believe, for oh, wow. the story dungeons. I I would I wouldn't have known that because I haven't really like I wasn't there for launch. <laughs> yeah, I I wonder if. Because I started, I think, the very, like, I started basically at the Moogle Tomes of 5.2. I was, I started, uh, right, I started 
uh, right as COVID was shutting down my college. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> We're roughly around when I started. It would have been February of 2020. Uh, Mar like, second week of March for me. Huh. Um, anyway, let's... I We will... I will have to get a comparison of those two songs later. Not yes. really relevant. Yeah. This mini boss, honestly, a live version of this would be pretty good, but it doesn't have vocals, and I don't yeah. know if they would necessarily do that without vocals. Um, yeah. Let me tell you, though, the song that's really grown on me is Finality, the dungeon yeah. end boss theme. Mm -hmm. When I first... It's really... Like, I like Blaze Age better on its own, but I think that it's good that they have this song to reflect the urgency of the situations you're at at yeah. the end of a dungeon. Especially like, the mini boss like... on Blade's Edge is quite good, but, like, when I first heard Finality, it was like, okay, this is alright, but I think I like the mini boss version better. And much like what happened to me with the Worm's Tale, the more I listened to it, the more I realized that, man, this had something going for it. Then all of a sudden, yeah. I'd be at the end of a dungeon boss, that opening, like, the opening horns would start going, and the strings, and I'm just like, I'm banging to it, I'm going. I'm like, oh, alright, yeah. here we go, here we let's go. do this. And, like, with how much all of the end, end boss of the dungeons in this expansion, like, are meant to be, like, just absolutely dangerous things between the Mansuya sisters... Yeah, I mean, the, the first two you fight are actual full-on primals, and you're down to yeah. four-person party dungeon yeah. end bosses on actual full-on primals now. And that, next that's one's where we're a, at. And next one's, like, the equivalent of our first beast. Like, we believed it was going to be uh, the 84, 83 uh, trial. No. It wasn't. It was yeah, it the... Wasn't. Uh, it wasn't indeed. Boy, they, they, I kind of want to skip to the first trial. I'm not going to, but I kind of want to. They yeah. they, they surprised us with this. They did. Yes. Um, like, y Yoshi did say, hey, you're going to get a big surprise at 83. I'm like, okay. And then... And the surprise we, was Anima Dungeon Boss, which they released it like they released Primals, like in the I, advertising. Anima, Anima Dungeon Boss... And Zodiac first boss. Yeah. Let's rewind. Though. We get We're still talking to Zot. Yeah. All right. Um. Because coming... skipping from Zot to Anima means skipping oh. over the best zone of the expansion. Agreed. Wholeheartedly. Also, first of all, uh, this is thank. <laughs> uh, <laughs> from below the duty theme for Endwalker. Oh my god. Um, Everything about the Garlemald sequence just as a as a fan of narrative made me happy. And starting with that yes. one, we get the stealth sequence with Thancred sneaking through the base with this really cool duty team playing. Gear stuff I've seen in this game. It was so great. metal gear, it was great. And then uh And then yeah, it just really The mass battle around the caravan against mm -hmm. the third. Mm-hmm. Where then... suddenly half of a bunch of job characters who never were voiced before now have voices. Oh my yeah. god, that was so great! <laughs> like... uh, apparently, Adam Howlett was sick of playing Lollafell because he stopped playing Pippin and started playing... Uh... Sorry, Adam Howden uh, stopped playing Pippin and started playing Arun Senna, of all people. <laughs> <laughs> um... The only cla The only job that I hadn't like picked up or even like started before Endwalker that was like 
relevant in its story was White Mage, so I was kind of sad. I had uh, I, I had my Amara by then, so I had all of my classes at 80 going into Endwalker, so I knew who all those guys was, and I'm just like, hey folks, how you doing? These are a bunch well, of I, familiar faces. I knew who Arun was because of the fact that I would, I have a alt that I have a White Mage on. Ah. Um, the fact that they're, <laughs> like, no, it was, that was, that whole sequence, the opening to Garlemald was everything I wanted out of the Endwalker expansion. That was... Mm -hmm. The absolute just joy of it and everything I was hoping for. It had the sense of tension. Yeah. It had the great banger music. It had the wonderful area with the wonderful, just dismal, terrifying, like, just tense theme. You go into the subway, it has a remix of Praetorium, uh, the song called Penitus, that was really just on point. God, it was good. Um, so. Oh, yeah, and the radio. The radio. Well, let's... Work with the Garlemald Day theme first. White Snow, Black Steel. It's pretty stripped down, but uh, it kind of has to be. Yeah. They have the to kind of show the... ravaged by war. Yeah, they have to show the utter destruction of it. Because, like, before you get here, you don't know how much Xenos and Van Daniel's influence has destroyed everything and now yeah, they, you're seeing they, they basically turned an expansion's worth of content into a single area i kind yeah. of wish that uh was the whole expansion but we will get into that conversation later um yep. yeah no i i like how it i i really like how it feels it's very tense very like Man, this just feels oppressive, which makes sense. Um, I like the radios. Oh, that yeah. Was such a great bit. And used it, so well. It was a fantastic use of world building and music. It's also kind of a turnaround where, on one hand, you had in Stormblood the... the uh, Imperials reusing what uh, turned out to be a, a revolutionary heim to uh, make it a Galleon-like song. And then we have the reveal at the end that it's actually that uh, revolutionary heim. Uh, and uh, on the other end now, we have what was since 2.0, maybe even 1.x, uh, this uh, Galleon theme shows the menacing grandeur of the Empire, and instead it's meadow and kind of miserable and folksy, and yeah, it's and very impactful. Mm -hmm. It really is just like a tale in itself of the fact that they were once this, like, a oppressed group and that like they had their own rallying cry exactly um, a hope they cling to even when it's past its prime which the name of the home beyond the horizon is yeah terrifyingly poetic yep 
Um, and then you get on board the Gallimald Express. Oh, oh yeah. God, I love this song so much. I love this song so much. I got, um... I, uh, really just... The second that, like, synth tone comes in, I'm just, like, yeah. I'm already into it. <laughs> Never mind the concept of the dungeon, which is always a favorite, which is, hey, let's us and a whole bunch of old friends go and beat things up. And I'm like, hi, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At first, when I saw the uh, dungeon name, I was like, uh, they're going to make us do a toa, and then another toa It's going to be so samey. No, it really wasn't. It's not. No, it's um, not. I would like to point out that I am probably one of the bigger Stormblood defenders amongst the people I know. I'm yes. a pretty big Stormblood defender, to be um, honest. I, mean, I actually the area was Stormblood too. It was Stormblood too, and it just made mm -hmm. me happy inside. And it culminated with like you and a bunch of Stormblood characters, Lise, yeah. the the Azim Step Trio, all busting it in. It was it so felt good. great. It, it felt, felt great. really good. The vibe that was area, just there. That area is so good. It's also the only part of maybe the entire game when Fen Daniel does some cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The part where he kidnaps you and suddenly goes from dressing up as one of you guys to dressing up as a butler to setting you up on a, on a date. Okay, that that duty was like I Oh, it was I forget. Pain. Did you did you fail the first time? Uh, I failed the first, second, third time. I was about to win the fourth time, and then got disconnected. Oh. Had to wait two hours oh. to log back in, and oh. then succeeded. I I only that failed it works. once, and then I re and then I did it again on my first try. Uh, I did it again on my second try. Um, that's that was the same for me because I was like the first time I was just trying to find, uh, the other uh. Like, where the fuel canisters were. <laughs> yeah, I got very lost. Um, like, it was only until, like, I looked off to the side and saw that person, like, talking. Yeah. Uh, to me, for a lot of reasons, Garlewald was the peak of the expansion. Uh, the music being a pretty big factor in that. Um, also, Tower of Babel having these great, uh, again, FF4 references like Dr. Luge showing up. Exactly. And um, getting punched in the face. That, that was and get punched great. in the face. That was wonderful. Um, and then I know I'm not supposed to talk about gameplay for a second, but I just want to thank them for doing Anima justice. You actually get the second phase, despite yes. uh, it not being a trial boss. Like, yeah. okay, you if, actually... if they didn't put it in, it would have been unacceptable. I, yeah. I agree, and I'm glad they did, and we don't have to yell at them for it. That's all I'm going to say yes. on the matter, because I do not want to take this up with gameplay or story. But yes, they treated Anima well. And then after Anima, you are off to the moon. The moon. The moon. Which was the biggest, like, what, wait, what moments that I, I think that I had in a while. I don't actually agree with that at all. They they announced that, and I knew they weren't going to announce their final area. I knew they weren't going to announce their final area. That's f fair. Still was kind of wild. Honestly, what I expected was to have a quick visit there and then have a final visit to the rest of the area uh, at the end of the game. But no, it turns out we go way further than that. We probably should have done your version. Uh, the moon, like... You I get am this... Square Enix. I'm sorry? 
I said hire me, Square Enix. Please, please hire, please hire the both of us. Please hire all three of us, all four of us. Uh, yes, Let's grab please. Too. I, I would appreciate being able to be in there for input. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, you are you already have my credentials. I tried to like get hired before. So Ooh. yeah, you have uh, you have the moon. You have an incredibly floofy dog with the new mount theme, and we'll talk about the new mount theme. But let's just go ahead and talk about the new mount theme. It's a new mount theme. It's our first new mount theme mm. since Heavensward. Yeah. It plays on that. It plays on the uh, special edition horse, and I'm, I feel like it'll probably play on other future Endwalker uh, non-specific music mounts. Yeah. And it's a pretty decent theme. It's a pretty decent yeah. theme. It's a change of pace. I don't think it's necessarily it's better nice or worse than the other feel. two. But yeah, yep. It's nice um, and heroic. Now, this area was littered with the like taking from past internals and externals. Yep. Yeah, I mean, speaking we of, have the, uh, we have Neath Dark, Dark Waters, Saints mm -hmm. and Sinners version, which God, it's a gorgeous theme. It's a beautiful yes. theme, and it was used very well for that sequence. Um, you, uh, we've talked about Neath Dark Waters a lot. I didn't really find anything functionally different between that song and the version from from Shadowbringers. You know, it it was it's a great throwback to a great song for good reason. You go outside, you do a bunch of stuff involving shades. You run into oh. the shade of Hithlodeus again, and that will become relevant. Again, fairly soon, but for now. I will say that between this, I believe Imagination Duality is played. Uh, I remember it right before you meet uh, Vinaz Familiar. Vinaz Familiar being the poofy dog with the, yes. uh, being, for yes. those who don't know yes. what we're talking about. The poofy dog with the cool mount music. Uh, Argos, um, who helps you get around the moon prior to, you know, getting your own flyability. Um, I think that there was a great use of imagination duality, uh, in correlation to the villain that we were focusing on. Uh, yes, low rent Kuja. Um, this is where the game starts taking a turn from FF4 to FF9 in a lot of themes, and, um, unfortunately that also includes having a final boss after the final boss, which is to say, Sam, you brought this up earlier, Zodiac level 84 trial, what the heck? 83. 83 or 84, it was, it was early. I, now, I did it with, like, almost all tanks, it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, that music end caller, that's probably one of my favorite trial themes of the entire game. Oh, yeah. It is such a yeah, good nice. use. It, it, if there was, I think that it was the perfect theme for this, and mm -hmm. also, I think that they did it right by it being one of the, like, central themes that they used in the promo trailer. Yeah, they really, uh, you see, it, it's punchy, it's as enormous as the boss. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a very good Footfalls version. It is a very good Footfalls version. Um, like, yeah. 
it it also sort of like it feels like it echoes in the space that you're actually in during it. Which is great. Um, I would much rather listen to that than Fandaniel bitching at us about everything again. The yeah. great cataclysm, faithfully recreated. God, stars. I, I, I. Broken skies fall tears of flame. I, I am so, I, I, I. In the immortal words of Dr. McCoy, I'd pay real money if he'd shut up. <laughs> um, All of existence bent to my will. <laughs> now the thing is that one. Okay, we're not so talking about this. So you found it too, I see. The 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 laundry machine, yeah. <laughs> laundry machine meme. No, Maybe you no, sent that to the, me. I don't no, know. The, ro the rotate tool. Oh, the rotate yes. tool one. Yes. No, I I, I mean... gave you both. I gave you both the laundry machine and the rotate. Ah. I just have a realization. Hmm. You know in the wind PvP map where you have to follow that uh, chocobo indicator to get the black chocobo feather and not take 30,000 damage? No, uh, I That's don't the think... danger Dorito strat! Oh my god. I have not I've done that, but code. oh boy. Um... The danger Dorito strat is uh, because uh, you can do pretty much every mechanic in that extreme fight it's by just following one guy. Following one yes. person. But as long, as long as you are not lagging. If you're lagging, you learn the fight, and then you become the triangle person. Exactly. You become the Dentro Dorito. Um, but yeah, no, I love this song to death. Great use of chorus, great use of strings. I'm a big fan of the orchestral bombing. I've been very, very open about this thus far. Um, and this one bombs some orchestras, so... <laughs> oh, it does. Um, and a little bit before that, I believe, yeah. uh, the FF4 part, we glossed it over, but I just want to say uh, shoutouts for making in that sub-part of that area just uh, Battle 1 from FF4 as just the battle theme. Oh, actually, no, this is after. That's right You don't after. get there until after Zodiac. No, okay, that's after. Yep. Then let's um, get after. It, it, it was just you the, something bad. It was just the moment after um, that we got... I think that... So, I think that right after was the first... Either the first moment that we got the despair theme, or we go straight into the lava. Oh yeah, when you oh. see the planet burning. Or see. Planet. Ah, yes. the Lopretz. This is where the expansion started to go wrong for me, I gotta be honest. But, they, they we, we had, I will say that... Those that foe bunnies because of the problems? Oh my god, they, they reach, so... I found the species I want to punt more than Lollafells. <laughs> um, and on the moon with a... theoretically low gravity, that would be one heck of a punt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they were there for a long time. They made us retread a lot, a couple bits of old ground. Moving on. We spent way too much time with the Lopretz. I wouldn't have minded them if they were a little shorter of a burst, but during that sequence, it, it dragged on way too long. If it was cut Welcome down by to like our half. Welcome to our town and battle one. Welcome to our town and battle one, though. 
Sunny choices. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it was definitely great with the FF4 throwbacks, and they were still trying to convince us this expansion was based on FF4. Um, it was until the moon. <laughs> yeah, no, once we pass the moon, it switches gears pretty hard. Yeah, you well, enjoy your funny times with the pink bunnies? Good. Now, let's see everything burn and have the Venespati dungeon theme even out in the field. Well, I think yes. what comes what comes of despair comes first. Quite possibly, yes. Um, which to be honest, I think it's a pretty decent like oh no theme. Yes. Um it doesn't have a lot to it, but I think that simple is better. Sometimes all you need is uh, voices going, oh, 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 oh. Good orchestral behind it. Yes. I mean, it holds, it holds itself well. Um, now we get the van, then Vanna's body. The, okay. I think, actually, that's uh, one track I would have loved to uh, show to Eddie. If he was around there. Yeah. He couldn't be there, he couldn't make it, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, we really wanted to have him here. It's always good to have an outside perspective. All three of us are players, and we like having Eddie to bounce off of. Unfortunately, real life got in the way. So, we'll see him next episode. Um. Anyway, yeah, Vanna's Body. Really cool use of Indian-style themes. You can hear a sitar in there pretty good. Yes. Um... Just a solid, a just angry track for, you know, we were promised the final days. We got the final half an afternoon, but that half an afternoon was pretty intense. Yeah, and that mm -hmm. dungeon itself, it's Holminster Switch too, but I liked Holminster Switch a lot, so yeah. I'm yeah. okay with seconds. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, was... though, this is where it's going to start a theme of repeating itself. Uh, I'm going to start... I am going to start complaining about the expansion increasingly more as time goes on. Um, I would make a distinct I mean, argument that this is probably the last really good part of the expansion. But, uh... Um, it... There are... Well, in terms of character stuff, there is some... There's good stuff. Yes. Yeah, no, yes, but this is, this yeah, is definitely let's where... Let's focus the, on the yeah, music. Let's yeah. start let's focusing focus on, on the music. music. And yes. the music is... For instance, LPs and Tiseos Hyperborea are both very interesting up-key uh, arrangements of the Amarat theme. Yes! Mm -hmm. And I like how it was, uh, I like how those were used. It conveys nicely the whole, uh, everybody hasn't been dead for 10,000 years thing. Yeah! <laughs> um, and we get to watch Emmett Selk make a return when he really probably shouldn't have, but he did, yes. and it was fun. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, he's he's a fun, he's a fun character. He is when a fun I character. like him. I I like him. I yeah. think his goodbye should have been his goodbye. I agree. It's kind of like seeing uh, Undertaker's retirement match, and then seeing him after that. Uh, it's definitely the like you you're looking at him and being like, uh. Well, I can't say anything, and then... And then here comes Hithlidaeus again. Now, on the one hand, I really liked Hithlidaeus, the Shade, and Shadowbringers, and on the other hand, they brought him along with Emmett Selk, and we got to see their friendship, and that was cool. 
Yeah. Yes. Um, on the third hand, this is where we meet the original Fandaniel, who I think I hated pretty much from the first second he showed up on the scene. Um, oh, yeah. You ruined a perfectly good bird is what you did. He ruined a perfectly good bird. Uh, on the subject of that hacking bird, this is relevant to music, by the way. Rana showed this one off. So once upon a time, they promised us an FF14 guitar. And in the advertisement yes. to that FF14 guitar was that hecking bird. I actually... Wait, what? Yeah. Yes. So, this is the ad for the guitar. Oh. Yes. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. It was right there. In front of us. Yep. The whole time. That's actually the biggest brain play they've pulled out. That was a wow. Now me, I thought, I, I mentioned this before, but I'll go ahead and talk about this. Uh, there is a symphonic metal band that I used to really like. They've sadly broken up over the course of the pandemic called Delane. And one of their big things was having a hummingbird and uh, a hummingbird and modern musical equipment uh, headphones or whatever kind of on the same thing. It was one of their like artistic quirks on their album covers. Um. I actually thought this was a reference to that when I first saw it. I'm like, oh, that's a cute Final Fantasy version of Delane. And I know that Yoshi P's a metalhead, so, like, it is totally I, I not It impossible. might be both. It might be both. It might be both, but if so, they really did funny by putting Medion right there. Anyway. Do we talk about a couple of, like, things of the Dynamis theme? The hopeful Dynamis theme? Yeah, sure. Dynamis and Flow, because they are both from the same theme, anyway, and uh, this is the part where we have the best installment of flow in my book. Yeah, this was the one that fights during. That's the one that plays during the solo duty, and I, I'm, yeah. I need to do new game plus to replay that so I can hear that song again in context. Um, yes. Um, it actually showed up during the credits for me, like right at the end. Yeah. Somehow. It also shows up, uh, indeed, uh, during the credits. So if it's just for the song, it's there. But I understand wanted to replay that because legit, even though I liked a lot of the part of the expansion, the solo duties are actually the best part oh of Endwalker. Like, I'm, they, I would, I would largely took, agree with that. They, they took genuine, like, put genuine love into those solo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I would say once we got out of Garlemald, the, the solo duties are what I was hanging on to the most. Um, solo duties and music, probably. Yes, the music was largely very strong, though be warned, there will be a rant coming up in a future area. Um, okay. So... Oh, I, I see what's going to be the problem. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know what's coming. Actually, that yep. wasn't even what I was referring to, but I'm like, oh, yeah, there's going to be that again. Um, so, yeah, uh, Elpis and that whole, like, absolute crap story-wise, but very interesting thematically and musically section. Really cool stuff in there. Flow, really good. Uh, the... Probably the most wild and interesting dungeon in the game, if not necessarily my favorite. 
really cool music in there as well. Craziest trust party you can have. It's really good. Yep. Seeing Emmett Selk as a Dark Knight is fun. <laughs> Seeing Heidelin as a dancer is fun. Yeah. Yeah. I like having Vana as a dancer. I hate that I have to be a healer to do it. I wish they'd just add those characters to the rest of the trust mode. It's non-canon, so who cares? Just let me have them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Give dancer healing powers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, they, 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 they do they, DPS they do Astro, have, so... They have, they have Yashola. Yeah, also yeah. that. Yashola of all the elements. Yeah. Um... But, uh, yeah, the end of Elpis is where things really start going wrong plot-wise and musically, because after a bunch of malarkey, uh, you go into the level 89 dungeon at the bottom of Labyrinthos. The the... dungeon music itself, I like it. I really didn't. I was very annoyed by this from the second I heard it. I like it. Did you expect something maybe lighter? I didn't expect something lighter. I expect it, it does that start and stop thing that I hate so much. Ah. Yeah. That, like that... I, I have an issue with staccato and orchestral pieces. It just doesn't. It's just like, please finish a phrase. Please finish a phrase. This makes me antsy. Please finish a phrase. Also, I was two days old when I realized that is a remix of the Labyrinth first theme. Yep. Yeah, they like doing that. They like doing um. Uh, dungeon uh, theme corresponding to the area of... theme, yes. Yeah. Um, well, that's a good we'll, choice. We'll, we'll, bring, we'll bring up later uh, on a 6.1 thing. Well, yeah, well, I already mentioned uh, the, yeah. the newest dungeon sounding like Davner and talking about how it sounds like Kakarika. We already covered that. Yes. Um, and then we have the buses, and then we have the trial. Okay, so finally I got the good remix of answers that I wanted for a very yep. long time. Oh. Uh, but I, why I mean, is it in this fight? Uh, I, I do want to bring up oh, go ahead. before we do that the, the because we're on the topic of answers the answers piano that they specifically used for this expansion. Yes. Um, I tend to like answers a lot when Susan Calloway is not singing and thankfully every version of this is one that she isn't in, so Mm-hmm. And the piano version of it is quiet, solemn, like you lit, like making you have that feeling of you're listening in to the last embers of the voice that you've been listening to this whole time. Um. I still say this should have been the final boss, and not what we got as the actual final boss, and the rage will be coming, folks, so be warned. I am going to be in hardcore rant mode when it comes to, yes, even the music of this next couple of bits. But yes, when you're actually fighting Heidelin herself, the music is super good. This should have been the final boss. I stand by that. I disagree, but... Regardless of whether or not we agree, it should have been the final boss, because that's talking about plot, not talking about the actual content. Uh, yeah. The music is fantastic. This is mm-hmm. this is a very good, pulse-pounding, boss-worthy remix of Answers, which yeah, like, we've needed. The percussion is amazing. The percussion oh, yeah. is so good. Uh, uh, also, I think you had the difficulty of a final boss, because sheesh! She is that extreme no and joke. That, yeah. Uh, then we go... 
I think that before we get through it gets the next area, we have to talk about so I it, there was the first time that this expansion got me to cry uh was like it, if it was like if it was done even better like that like this moment would probably make like seal it as one of the best expansions one of the best things that they have ever, ever made um but the moment in itself of right after the boss with Flo. Mm, okay. Flo is a fantastic song. Flo is a song yeah. of a mother we telling a child it's all right. I'm yes. letting you Which go is now. Why which is why they should absolutely have used a flow version for the fight against her versus uh, what we got, as good as it was. I still think that was the wrong move. I mean, if they made it a two-phase, an actual two-phase fight and had flow as yeah. the second phase, I think that would have made a little more sense. Um, yeah. But as it was, since it was only a one phase and, and, and also ill-placed answer... locationally in the expansion, I feel like... Uh, Answers is all still her like theme theme, but what's Flo... but it's also Bahamut's theme. Yeah, that really annoys me. Yeah, like... yeah. It was it was a callback for the sake of call. Yes, and we'll get a bit more of that. Yes. In, uh... Talking about so, some future music, so I will, but I will for say, now... I will say, I have like, I, I am the optimist in this group, so I will have good things to say about uh, things going forward. Well, I will as well. I will not. Oh boy, yeah. Okay, so shall we talk about the Ultima Full music progression then? Um, I uh, that I think that how they did it was how they did it. Was yes, how they did it was very interesting. Yes. Why they did it was more questionable. I, I will agree. I, I do agree that Ultima Thule and the dungeon and the Dungeon of Dead End was extremely gratuitous. But God, do they know how to hit an emotional? Boy, do yes. I disagree with that on every conceivable level. Ultima Thule like, was the place where I was at my highest rage point. I'm just like, none of this is emotionally uh, effective. This is all just the most obvious uh, heartstring tugging on the planet. The music is obnoxious. Um, and then the dungeon is just a bad retread of Amarat with a character who I don't like, don't care about, and want to beat the crap out of. So, as the like everything about this just didn't work. This was this almost made me quit FF14. It was so bad. This whole sequence made me almost rage quit. So we have different opinions. Yes, we do. Very um, different. Quite. And the thing is, is that I can I can understand the fact that it doesn't like looking at it from a like in a hindsight perspective this person who is who didn't just spend like a literal inserted like five days work week like going through it um 
I think that it, like, ultimate, like, the story beats of Ultimate Thule definitely needed some work. In the moment, I was emotionally invested, and the obvious heart hugging was hitting me. But I can understand. Uh, Dead Ends didn't... Dead Ends wasn't for me much at all. But I think that as a theme in itself, looking outside, outside of the game, the progression and the final product of Closing the Distance is fantastic. Um... I'm inclined, no, I, I, just musically, I like the progression on a technical level, but musically I found it incredibly annoying. Um, I don't like this singer at all, you're gonna find this is another recurring theme for me. Um, and it's fine on a single listen-through, but hearing it on repeat, going, droning on and on and on and on and on, like I don't know, I found the uh, Omega special fate, and uh, I still liked it there. It's nice and chill. It's admittedly kind of weird to have the conclusion of what is a very linear zone, probably the most since Azizla. Yeah. And uh, to have a culmination point become the theme... But uh, this was as is law 2.0. Yes, but it's kind of long enough that the repetition didn't really get to me. I can I can agree. Uh, I can agree. Uh, it, I don't think on Galen's side. <laughs> I mean, which is fine. That's yeah. why we have multiple hosts. Yep. Yeah, that's. And yeah, I like the way the. The final day uh, dungeon is uh, also uh, retaking that uh, uh, that theme with kind of a way to push you forward. Yeah, uh, it, it, yeah, it's a final. The dead ends uh, dungeon is a good way to push you into that dungeon, but it is basically pushing you by like you you are begrudgingly being pushed through yeah it's... even even in character even in the character of the story of like you are literally like having to sit through medion's like dronings on about despair in order to actually get up to yeah, uh, we already media. had we already had low rent Kuja. Now we have cute Necron spending way too much time on my screen. Um, um what I still want to say for the dungeon theme proper, yes, is that they still managed one thing that I don't think can take off the music, is that the dungeon is. A miserable, plague-ridden place, followed by a militaristic conflict of absurdity, followed by uh, some uh, heavenly ideal plagued by uh, uh, apathy, and the music 
works for all three of these very different, almost diametrically yes. opposed. Uh, I, I can I can agree I can agree with situation. that. While I don't like but, Dead Ends as a dungeon, I will absolutely agree the music yeah. very much works for the tone they set forth. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's uh, music that works for all the themes of what's happening more than for the scenery of what you see. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of rare for dungeon and area musics in video games. So that's worth mentioning, I think. Yep. Um, and then once we get to the top of this dungeon, uh, a test of your reflexes. Is this you pray? Then why it is, is it not dead? <laughs> so, when I first heard, uh, when I first heard this first phase of the final boss, I both loved and hated it. Um, Same. I loved it because you start, I mentioned this earlier, the Worm's Tale, you start with that great intro of the Worm's Tale, and I'm like, alright, this is a good way to bring it back, especially since you're riding on Shinryu's back for this. Exactly. And then it just goes into a mix of every other final boss theme? Yeah, I I will say that the one weakest part in this I believe is the uh I think it's Revenge Twofold or Heroes, I forget exactly which one. Uh Heroes, the one that the it's Hero yeah, Heroes uh, Heroes is the weakest part of it. I mean, all of it's I like all of the song in a vacuum. Yeah. But all it does yeah, is once but... again remind everyone that this final boss and the the character that this final boss is is utterly useless and not even deserving of her own music. She gets everyone else's instead. Yeah, that's because uh, it's more of a look back than uh, actually getting you in the moment in the fight you are now, which I think is thematically interesting given that uh, on a representative point of view, uh, we are fighting, kind of looking at the end, looking at the finality of things, without taking care to look at the path you went through. Which is why it's thematically relevant to have musics uh, of uh, events you've been through to get there accompanying you. It's your theme more than hers. I, I can, appre- but I, I can will, appreciate But I will agree that she is certainly no further than the 12. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, um, I, I feel as though this, like, if I were redoing this, this song probably would have been something separate, like a separate solo duty or a separate something else, and then have a proper two-phase music for an actual final boss. Um, speaking of the second phase, I yes. think uh, that... So, with Hearts Aligned is not Medion's theme. With Hearts Aligned it's not either. is your theme. Yes. It is your boss theme. Which, once again, Yeah, exactly. You are theme. fighting Mithion, and both phases' themes are yours. Yeah, but that just once again proves that, once again, Necron, no matter how cute she is this time around, is a useless extension of a of a story. It, she didn't, like, ugh. Anyway, moving on. Um, it, it just once again goes to show that the final boss wasn't allowed to have a musical identity or identity of her own at all anyway. Um... Which really cheapened the experience. Yeah, because it's yeah, it's clearly thematically driven, and the character itself has no importance. How could it have an importance 
in four levels worth of existence. Yeah. Um, but in a vacuum. In a vacuum, uh, this is a great which song. Which is where you are. It, it, with, with, heart, with hearts aligned, ah. it's fantastic. I, bla- I blast <laughs> that in my car. Like, I think the theme's uh, introduction would have been ten times better if they didn't go one step too anime for me and we cut out the light the way line. If they, if they didn't do the light the way line and they just did the praying, like, that would be, like, it did feel a bit like the way it did feel a bit weird, uh. But it's the, cheesy. The, call, the call back to the 2.0 trailer to the end yes. of to the end of an era. Yeah, to end of an era. Yes, like that That's is. That's very good. You know, was... I'm just talking about the light away line, yeah. not the prayer sequence. Yeah. Um. But it uses the uh and it uses the footfalls uh music as well yeah, as and Maker's Ruin. Maker's Ruin, which is like mm-hmm. the beginning and u- the end. From Ultima like fighting Ultima, your first boss of like that is your theme of like your triumphant like fighting against it. That is, like, tying it in with this. Beautiful. It's fantastic. Um, and then we get into, uh, a solo, a solo duty that I think we all felt at least a decent bit of catharsis from. A test of your reflexes. I have you. Um, also in the category of probably should have somehow been a real final boss. Uh, yeah, I, th- this I was like a really the fact g- that we end him one-on-one. I yeah. like the fact that it ended with him one-on-one, but I feel like they could have done it after him as a final boss and still had as much impact. Yeah. Like, the, the, million, the, million different ways it could have gone, but yeah. it was always um, going to end in this. Regardless. If you told me before the game released that the character they would save the most would be Xenos, I wouldn't have believed anyone telling me that. Because at the end of Shadowbringers, with him appearing every single patch to bother you for like 10 minutes too many, mm-hmm. it was... Xenos Z- was plummeting in popularity real hard. Understandably. He, yeah. he started really strong in Stormblood. Then we got Another character that was latched onto the dead Xenos, essentially. Which and it, it wasn't good before, I would say, the return to Galmald. Yeah. And then the dinner scene happened, and... I, I wouldn't like, say they saved wow. him, but I definitely tolerated him a lot more. I, I, I think he overstayed his welcome, maybe probably, like... I, I liked his arc in Stormblood, and they probably could have just checked that one off and left it that way. Much like yes. how Emmett Selk, you know, once we got his goodbye, that was a very good goodbye for him. Exactly. Um, I, I but he certainly got a better post goodbye than Emmett yeah. did. I would agree with that for sure. Yeah. Uh, and this duel was really, really cool, yes. especially because it, like, the fact that 
it did call back to Shinryu, but it also through that called back to all of the primals you faced before now. Uh plus Xenos. <laughs> like finally. Yeah, exactly. It's good. It's um good. I will tell you though, I love the fact that the fight is technically optional, and I say technically with like 84 asterisks because you can't complete the thing without it. I'm going to do a new game plus. I'm just going to strand <laughs> him there. I'm not going to take yes. the duel. I'm just gonna be like, you could just fight me, Cole. You can't make me. Dup, dup, dup. Yeah. I'm just gonna be like, and you and can just chill is, out here in space, I'm done with you, we out, peace, later. And the thing is, is that he literally cannot get back. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, you did this to yourself, buddy, I have no reason to fight you, you just get to live here now, goodbye, I'm out of here. That's what I'm gonna do yeah. in a new game plus, just to shove it in his face. <laughs> um, yeah, um, though I would miss out on a really it, good piece of music if I did. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, I'm happy that the end of the end is just Let's just fight and have fun. That's what you're here for anyway, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, and uh, it does... So, the most anime moments. Most anime moments. I'm a black mage. I checked on a level 90 dummy. I literally do one damage when I direct crit with my staff. <laughs> How did I punch him to death? <laughs> Uh, and and to be clear, uh, to be clear, that is less damage than an astrologian who hits for five damage on the dummy with an auto attack, oh or a culinarian who hits for like fifty-four. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, culinarians has twice as much strength as a black mage. Oh my god, that's <laughs> wonderful. I love it. Um. Dynamis, son. <laughs> I am Captain Noodle Arms. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a real Nana Machine Sun sort of moment, just not done nearly <laughs> as well as Persona Four Royal, Persona Five Royal. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, which is also a reference back to anime Crow Zero. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, we have that. We have the ending and credits music, which is beautiful. Um, Pandemonium. Uh, well, well, let's let's start with well, Smileton oh, okay. first. Okay, Smileton. Smileton that came before. Fine, that is a fine piece of music. It's bouncy. It's goofy. It's everything that I expect out of the Lopper. It's in a relatively short burst, and I'm not spending hours there for no reason. So, you know, and, and, we, and it we... is it is the only track after the end of the main scenario that is part of the flow or footfalls family. Oh, because um, it is a footfalls remix, and we are and we do and we are not talking about the other one because the other thing has been spoken about before. Probably. Oh, I'm going to talk about it. You it's are wrong. It's just Johnny's escape. It's just escape again. It's just escape again. Yeah. It's it's we're just back here. The second that guitar started going, I'm like, really? They're going to no. keep tormenting me with this song? You couldn't do Heartless <laughs> or something? <sighs> It will never end. It will never stop haunting me. <laughs> I've called this the worst song in all of FF14 before. I will call it that again. I am moving on. That is the end of the rant. I just wanted to bring. Uh, I just wanted to bring up that they brought it back just to taunt me. <laughs> yes, they were um, like getting still paid. And on to Good. the three themes Put that, that are great. That are great to hear the first few times, and then 
pretty much never again. Oh. You're both doing it. Um. Anyway. Yes. Man, one ran us bad enough when it comes to this stuff, but two? Yikes. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Uh. Pandemonium has some really bad raid music. Uh. Like I didn't really like the first bit. Uh, all that much. It felt too much like a dirge. It was very kind of like plotting. Um, the fact that they play it, it is, for three it's bosses. It's really I, a track that gets to you when you are uh, running the bosses every week. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, like, if you, so, if, it, like I said, it works the first time through. Like, yes, I appreciate first time through, what it tries to like, do. Yeah, it's a, like, creepy dungeon theme. Like, great. Yes. I mean, and then we get to Here Be Lions, and it's just like, oh, huh. This is fun. Uh, and... Hicks and as far as I'm concerned, was literally them going, wait, wait, we don't have a banger to add to the next Primals concert. Yeah. <laughs> Let's write one. I'm not sure they succeeded. It's it's okay. It's it's okay. I, I wouldn't qualify it as banger. It's tolerable, but it's it's okay. It's definitely going to be a better prog experience to be listening to that rather than uh, the previous previous I gotta be honest, I'm probably gonna do what I did before and just strip it out and play some Dynasty Warriors music. I also have I, music playing on the side. Yeah. I will say, though, since the official lyrics uh, have been released, uh, the fact that, that it opens with wild shrieks instead of wild freaks, my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, um... Yeah, this song gets a real six out of ten for me. This is this is I I have a hard time forming an opinion of it. I, 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 I just put, really I like it. that I can even for the uh, track for the three previous uh, trials uh, raids. Uh, I still uh, say with the choir, "Pandemonium" at the relevant <laughs> times. That that is nice. the fun part. Nice. Yes. Um. And then we get on to pack. Yeah. Oh, thanks. So we already covered PvP. Uh, map unfolds? Uh, yeah. Uh, just a solid, like, uh, walking in jungle exploratory theme that is a remix of uh, Divine Words from Bad Nair. Yeah. AKA it not has an adventure. <laughs> it has an adventure dungeon feel. It that's does. Pretty much on the level of uh, Sastasha Hard. Yeah, it's it's uh, gameplay wise, it's just redoing Drowned City of Scala with a better song. But they even say that in story. But there's nothing wrong with doing that one right. This is a good dungeon. Yeah. This is good music. Yes. It's got cool vibe to it. Um, I kind of wish they. Explained I, I will the... certainly not complain when I get it in Red Expert. Yeah, I kind of wish they would. Uh. I kind of wish they'd explain why some of them get FF7 text boxes, because there does not appear to be an FF7 reference, so I gotta be- I feel like I'm missing something. I don't know. Um... I don't know if the- what the technology is about and stuff like that, but I- I mean, it's probably something that, uh, Creature has picked up along the way. Yeah. yeah. That, that seems to be what they were implying. 
Um, um, and, and then we go from bad raid music to really good raid music. Oh, thank goodness for the Alliance raid. <laughs> uh, the area theme that they use uh, for Omphalos is yep. a gorgeous, just... It's very pretty. And it's an AR remix, which is a pretty good take, honestly. Because that's plot threads that have been there since then. Yep. Yep. Um, and I do and I... I think that if they are going about it this way and handling the plot threads shown to us uh, that we still have to look at, I think that this is going to be a great patch set. Yes. I hope so. It's certainly starting strong. It definitely starts strong. I, I liked story-wise what I played a, a better than everything that wasn't Garlemald in Endwalker. Or everything after... Uh, better than everything after Garlemald, let's say that, because I did like the opening. Um... Um, yeah, um, uh, for Pilgrimage, which is the actual raid uh, theme for when you're walking from one encounter to the next, I just wrote in my notes, in all caps, IS THIS HEAVENLY ENOUGH YET? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with being on the nose, as long as it's, you know, yeah, on point. Exactly. It was. And um, yes, it works. Yep, I definitely felt good about that one. Um, uh, we are still at that point in the mindset. Hey, Heidelin's dead by your hand. We're in charge now. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and well, then, of course, we have at the Radi end... Well, we, uh, because, oh, yeah. Radiance, no, Radiance first. first. Because yes. uh, we gotta get our corpse all remixes. Oh my god, I was yeah, so surprised by that. Yeah, it just compounds on those uh, our memorable vibes. I'm down for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was really cool to hear this theme. I was like, I heard... I heard the motif and I was like, no way. Yeah, I actually had trouble placing it because I don't, even though I have the Slape Near Mount, I don't actually tend to listen to the song for that long. Uh, especially since the Corpse Hall itself is a really meandering piece of music. Um, it's got parts I really like, but it doesn't, it's not as cohesive as I'd like. This one is a lot more cohesive and that part of the Corpse Hall, like when I was actually doing the fight, I'm like, wait a minute, I know this song. Why do I don't know the song? And I think, it, I think it was actually you, Zero. It was like, it Corpse was. Hall. I'm like, oh, right, Odin. Yeah, yeah. okay. I was like, it, I, I said, it's Odin. And you're like, oh, Corpse Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It also took me a moment, uh, but for my excuse, I have been playing since I are. So it sends me even way back. <laughs> um, but I'm okay with that trait. It, it was it was a great way to basically give that musical fan service while also just enjoying it. Yeah, it's corpse hall without the pressure. Yeah, it's just a really fun track in every sense of the term. It's fun to listen to. It's fun in in context. It's just it's fun. It's meant to be fun, and, and it acts that honestly, way. Honestly. And Given it's... that all of the bosses looks like look like they're having the time of your life, just punching you for portals and mm -hmm. and stuff, right? That, that they're the boss design in this raid is so good. It's so good. Oh, Why did so we good. have this boss design for Pandemonium? Can we trade? Can, can we trade? <laughs> let Pandemonium nah. be the alliance raid and just let that be something I... I don't do all that often, and let these guys like harder version of them be the savage fights. That'd be great. <laughs> 
No, because then that would uh, be do double duty uh, between those demonic inspirations and the one in the Heavensward uh, 24-man raid. We'll say that is a bit... It is very interesting that Oh, the, right, like this game has that... a problem repeating itself. <laughs> uh, I will say okay, that Okay, first of all, very... how dare you? <laughs> uh, before we get into a mini-argument... Uh, I think that it's very interesting how the, uh, how the normal raid, slash savage raid, is more of, like, a purgatory demonic theme, while our alliance raid is angelic heavenly. Yeah, exactly, it balances out. It's a nice balance, but I gotta be honest, if they're gonna go purgatory, devil, hell, like, can we get the heavy metal version of this, please? Please. please. Can we get something Speaking a little of energy? nice balances, though. Oh my yep. god! In the, the transition so, was too good not to take. I so, get it. I so somebody said Lynn when I when I was in my first run of this, and I was like, and now I can't unhear it. What? Lynn, huh? AK, Persona Five, Lynn. Uh. I, the singer for a bunch of the music in it. Oh, um... I also heard it was co-written with, uh, Ryo Furukawa. Mm. But again, just oh. the source from a video that uh, analyzed this track. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and I think that this is a fantastic way to end the raid. Yeah, it's a yes. very cool song. Um... It is excellent. Good energy... Good, fun vibe. Again, where was at least this music, even this level of writing in Pandemonium? Can we? I mm. where where was this level? Where was this level of music and writing? Like I, I think that it's comparing like having this I, as the first comeback of the Alliance raid, uh, in comparison to where we came from. This is head and shoulders, if not more, oh, yeah. above. Oh yeah, it's like it's... even though like we got near, like near has great music, but we like the raid itself. Um, was uh... no, no. Let's not get sidetracked, especially when talking about an excellent music. I will uh, say that the... we can talk about near in one bit, and that they released a pod mount that plays the way to the world remix used in the nine S fight. Yeah. Yes. I love this. This yes. makes me so happy inside. It was a great thing for them to do. Yeah. Also, the hitbox is weird in that when you're on the mount, you have a target in circle that's bigger than even when you're on the lunar whale. <laughs> <laughs> I was not aware of that. That's amazing. That's actually hilarious. Yes. Uh, but back to the In the Balance, mm -hmm. again, uh, I do have one thing, is that for all the talk we have about uh, how uh, a third of the track, well, two-thirds of the tracks uh, are reprises of existing tracks and so on, or motif uh, I almost disappointed this track isn't more like Uldas theme. Um, because there are this certainly is, some things you can see. I thought this is a remix of Two to Sun. Of what? 
to the sun. I think. I think I remember here. Like, Which seeing, one is this? Uh, the Thanalan Day theme. No. Uh, possibly, but given that the it's the guardian divinity of Ulda, that's why I'm saying about Ulda specifically because oh, yeah. that's I I do think that, something like, that I, should I, have been there more in your face. I think that they could that it could have, but what we got, yeah. I mean, yes, what we got was excellent. There's no question about that. They it seems that they focus more on the sense of duality of Noldfall which is a pretty good angle to take as well. You can feel it in every single part of the song, the lyrics, the pace, all of it is two-faced, like even the mechanics you get in your face. 6.1 like gave us a lot of good stuff. Yeah, and honestly, if you look back, a lot of the greatest songs in the game came from patch content, so mm -hmm. some nice things to look forward to oh, yeah. on every angle but the trials, because that's obviously going to be FF4 remixes. I'm okay with that. Can we yeah. talk about that for a second? Like, hello, sure. uh -huh. probably kind of Golbez, and then hello, Cognazzo complaining out of a crystal, I recognize him immediately. I'm like, okay, yeah. we're doing this. Yeah, we, we're going into the void and we're taking FF4 with us. We're finally yeah. back to FF4 after this weird detour to FF9 Necron land. Yay! Uh, you miss the Loperitz so much. <laughs> uh. Um, but there is, like, if this is the, like, if 6.1 is the quality that we're looking forward to, I am extremely excited for what we're going to be seeing in the future. Exactly. Same. Same. Uh, and and I'd, be we'll more, I'd be maybe... more than willing to come back and talk about point two and point three on a future thing. Uh, even before that, point, <laughs> uh, six point one five, we may have some interesting things. Oh, actually, uh, literally two days from now, yeah. we're going to get whatever they're gonna do for Dragon Ultimate. Song Surprise. Yes. That's going to be interesting. Hilded one could be interesting as well. There's lots of angles. Because we... I think that Soken could absolutely find a way to do something that is completely off-brand ultimates. Yes. Because the, the ultimates are normally uh, a bunch of either primal sequences or Eorzean uh, symphony uh, tracks. If they did something, like, bigger than that... Yeah, and since that encounter in particular had a lot of time in the oven... Mm -hmm. Like, Soken could have come up with something crazy. I'm interested to see what... I'm interested to hear what happens there. That would be very intriguing. Overall... There's a uh, uh, work to do a conclusion for an MMO story that didn't necessarily land in all of the spots, but... The spots that it did the, land the, in. The yeah, and even the attempt to do something like that yeah. uh, is something I respect tremendously, and that still leaves us looking forward to so much. Oh, yeah. 
And overall, to give a general rating of the soundtrack, uh, I think it's in an interesting spot where, personally, uh, the highs haven't beaten some of my favorite tracks of uh, the game. We don't have a Return to Oblivion or To the Edge or a Rise or something that works with me that much. But on average... A lot the, of the tracks that hit, the, hit. No, it's even more than that. Is that there's almost no bad track. Even the field themes, the city themes, the story themes, everything is at this really, really high standard for me that I really love. Sokin was running on all cylinders. I'm not sure I necessarily agree with no bad tracks. Uh, I mentioned. I figured you would. Yeah, I, I, I mentioned Pandemonium and then Ultima Thule. Those are two songs yeah. that I could go my oh. whole life without ever listening to again. Um, for the most part, I am inclined to agree. The average quality of music is exceedingly high. And yeah, there's going to be some that come into being some of my all time favorites. I mentioned End Caller, Zodiac's theme. I mentioned uh, Finality, the regular Dungeon Boss theme. That's up there with Triumph from Stormblood for me. Um, there's some absolute, yeah, there's some absolute winners in this one for me. And yeah, there's uh, the overall quality of music is higher than probably it's ever been, including a new mount theme that I really like and a new in theme that doesn't drive me up a wall. Um, two things that we desperately needed. I personally think that if they put the amount of care that, if Sokin puts the amount of care that, and Sokin and the music team. Uh, if they put the amount of care that they put into this previous patch and put it into 6.2, like, it's, it could possibly redeem Pandemonium's music, first of all. And second of all, I'm excited to see what they do with FF4 music just in general around. How and why they... would it were? How and why would it redeem Pandemonium's music? I'm not calling the whole soundtrack out because one song is bad, but I'm also not going to pretend that song isn't bad. It's because and I'm of the not fact going that to agree with the fact the song is bad. It's the fact that 6.2 is going to be our next raid patch. Yes, of course. And here's hoping it has better music than the prior one. That is what I mean. Okay, thank you. That that makes more sense. Um, I think that overall, the high the high highs definitely like bring up the average, and land this like I don't want to say it's equal to Shadowbringers, but Shadowbringers just had a very well-rounded uh, almost all Oops All Bangers I actually disagree, like I have the same opinion you have but the other way around, mm-hmm. where Shadowfingers, the high, were the highest of any main scenario patch, I, uh, or lack of I, patch, for me, but there were some stinkers. The thing is that we haven't seen what the patches have hold for us yet, Friendwalker, so I'm, yeah, I will Yeah, which is why I'm comparing ju- without taking the patches into I, account. I will definitely reserve my judgment of whether the soundtrack... Completely exceeds, but I think that Endwalker has done a wonderful job in what it did with its music. It's certainly something to look forward to and to look back on. 
I'm and excited to get back to it with my uh, character that I'm bringing out. Uh, and with that, we just spent way too long talking about this game. Let's go talk about some other ones. Music Arcade now playing! Right, so given that I was very busy, but that I finally managed to an extended weekend to play some video games Yay! for a change, besides like Genshin and FF14, uh, I started Rain Factory 5. Oh, nice. And the soundtrack is exactly what you'd expect from a comfy farming game. Okay. With a bit more of a edge on the dungeons, of course, because essentially if you compare it to Stardew, in Stardew Valley, you go to the dungeons and the mines to help your farm. In uh, Ruin Factory, you farm to help you in the dungeon. But yeah, it's nothing that really stays in my head, but it's inoffensive, and really that's all I can ask for. Fair enough. And what have any of you two been playing? Uh, I've been continuing Bravely Default 2, and uh, it's... You know, I had a really, really, really good dungeon theme for uh, an airship dungeon I did. That was really fun. Ooh. Um, That was good music. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't keep the airship much as I wanted to. I really need an airship in this game. Ah, uh, uh, yes. The Dragon Guard 3 problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh... No, Revo is continuing to do a very good job with the music. Um, there were also a couple of special bosses with a cool theme. Still not comparable to the asterisk theme from the first Bravely Default, but there's only so much you could do to compare to that. Yeah, it's a very good... a high bar. It's, a, it's an exceedingly high bar. It Just by nature of the fact that it's Bravely Default, I'm always going to compare asterisk music to that song, and I, I'd be surprised if anything yeah, ever wins. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, that's about all I got. The really cool uh, airship theme is about what I got for you. Um, for me, I have been on and off with uh, Hollow Knight recently. Ooh. Uh, I have been uh, trying to get through stuff, trying to learn how to how to pogo, because pogoing is one of the like best things you can do for damage in the game. Uh, basically, oh, yeah, absolutely. Trying to and mobility, trying to jump over things and uh, using your weapon to bounce off of them in order to get uh height advantage or get uh over some obstacles. It's cool. Um, but I often listen to a few tracks uh just off to the side uh later in the game because uh I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, Troop Master Grim plus Nightmare King. Uh, those two themes are just they play up the circusy sort of dark carnival creepy aspects, and it's cool. Yeah, it really sets up a nice atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think that it would be a cool thing to do a roguelite, uh, roguelite, uh, roguelike, um, Metroidvania, uh episode with you guys because i have a couple things i mean from... these are two very different genres yes yeah sorry brain uh i try to remember exactly which genre Hollow Knight's. it's a metroidvania metroidvania metroidvania, metroidvania. Yeah. 
Uh, and then also Dead Cells I have played a lot. No. It's a roguelike Metroidvania. Yeah. There we go. So both both so are So it's roguelike I see. Yeah. Uh, I really like the Dead Cells soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be Some cool very to be good able guitars. To... It would be I cool. think you'd like it, Galen. Yeah. Uh, Fair enough. Looks at looks at my uh, the, looks at my amount of point, channel points and my ability to pick a game like <laughs> me being at literally five percent of the way. Uh, all right. There's also uh, one thing, uh, not a game I've played per se, but given that I had a lot of, a lot of travel time to cover. Uh, I actually uh, went back and made myself a new Spotify account, which immediately understood the kind of notification I wanted. Not perfectly, but there's a lot of video game stuff. Uh, And uh, so it led me to discover a couple of things, like uh, uh, Hideki Naganuma's song I didn't know, which is always a nice thing to stumble upon. Yep. Uh, so, in my search and recommendations, I got uh, to the Cyber Grind track by Meganeko for the video game Ultra Kill, which is kind of tempting me to actually try the game out. So, okay. maybe more from that game in a future now playing, because that is some very good music. Awesome. Anyway, that's all the time we have for this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As a reminder, you can check out the music we talked about today uh, on the Endwalker soundtrack, and you can get in touch with us via email at music.arcade.podcast at gmail.com, or just stop by my Discord. Thank you guys again, and we will see y'all next week. See you later. Goodbye.